was my mind that were originally number one. Honestly, I like those throwbacks they wore a few years ago. The Oscar Robinson throwbacks. Yeah. Those were dope. That was like <laughs> I'm a big block letter. That was like the uh, I like I like this style. That, that was like the anti gay era. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yancy. Well no, I was going through the shootout and I was like, huh, I wonder why under twenty eleven you can actually select the date. You know what randomly someone posted on a Ohio State blog, which was interesting? It was by an Ohio State and like a UC blogger. It was about Yancy Gates. Yeah. Uh. That was interesting. Uh, Love Yancey. Because they, they talked about how, like, you know, kind of overall he was, um, you know, didn't quite live up to the hype or whatever. And they were not arguing. They were just talking about, like, you know, Ohio State recruited him big time, too. And, like, how they talked to, like, it was, it was like a podcast. They talked to, like, his high school coach. And he's like, I want him to go to Ohio State. He's like, I think he didn't. Not because UC didn't have, like, Mick Crone's like a coach. He's like, but he stuck around here. He should have went somewhere where he was like forced to actually like, you know, push himself. Yeah. He's like, he was a big dog on campus here. If he's, you know. Dogs. All right. So what are we? What are we doing here? Yeah, I saw that. That's awesome. The Popeyes kid won state championship. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so I was going to say we go through the uh, the New Year's Six Bowls. Okay. We don't really have to touch that much on the Cincinnati. We can retouch, I guess, on it. But then uh, do the New Year's Six Bowls and then do, like, any big bowls or, like... Just fun bowls. That were... yeah, or I was going to say either fun bowls, fun matchups, or, like, the one, the one that I thought of is, like, teams that, like... like I just wanted to, like, BYU get shafted. Yeah. Because yeah. they beat Utah, and now they're playing UAB in, like, the... Oh, yeah, that's, like, one of the worst bowl matches, I think. Yeah. I was trying to find the one that I was... Uh, there was one other bowl that I thought was a pretty nice matchup. That was pretty... Oh, yeah, I think the... Uh, the... Gasparilla Bowl. Yeah, I, I'm excited about that one. I think oh, that, my, that's my a other, big my one. My other question that I asked Josh earlier was, I was like, what is the best worst bowl? Like, out of the obvious, like, de- like not New Year's Six, not, like, obvious destination right. places, what's the best place to, what's the best worst place to go to? And I was like, oh, you know, Tampa is, I mean, a good place. You could look at, like, uh, I wouldn't want to go to Fenway to play in Lakeland. No, that Fenway part will sounds shitty. I was like, I, I was like, maybe if you go to like, I think like Mobile wouldn't be that bad because it's like pretty warm down there. Oh yeah, that'll be pretty. It'll be nice down there. Odds to win CFB. Bearcats plus fourteen hundred. How shitty is it that Hawaii, like anytime they're bowl eligible, pretty much plays in their own bowl? I'm like, they don't get to go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they always get to play at home. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. And welcome back to a Friday edition of 30 Rack of Sports. We're doing our bowl bonanza here on 30 Rack. Uh, still sipping on our uh, coffee hazelnut. Dark Charge from earlier this week. Dark Charge. Uh, Dark Charge. You know, 
got to spread it out after a couple of days <laughs> at 12 and a half percent to reintroduce the crew that we have here, breaking down the bulls for you this year on the opinions. We got Zach. What's up? Hello, Zach. Hi, we got, I am an alcoholic. My name is Zach. <laughs> Hi, Zach. Uh, on the ones and twos, we have Josh. Hello. How's it going? Hello. Hi, John. And I am Greg. Thank you so much for listening to 30 Rack of Sports. If you want to get our full Bearcat Bonanza, uh, that's our Tuesday show. We talk Bearcats, what it means to the city, the matchup, and then also they got a big matchup coming up tomorrow in basketball in Norwood. So be sure to check that out. You mean Norhood? Norhood. Norhood. So we're going to talk people. the college. <laughs> they don't want to be a part of Cincinnati. <laughs> That's so, funny. If you ever looked at a map of Cincinnati, it's literally Cincinnati, and then there's a little tiny circle of Norwood because they think they're better than the rest of Cincinnati. So if that just doesn't add a little bit of a steam, it's a little steam, a little, that. a little spicy. If you ever been over there, keep your wallet close. Oof. So uh, we have our bowl season starting December 17th in the Bahamas, Middle Tennessee, Toledo, ending January 10th with the national championship in Indianapolis and a whole bunch of bowls in between. To give a quick refresher, we'll talk very quickly about the first college football playoff matchup. Alabama, Cincinnati, Alabama, minus 13 and a half. Guys, real quickly, thoughts on the game and uh, who you like? Well, obviously, you can go back to our Tuesday episode and hear more about this, but uh, I think we're the more we talked on Tuesday about this, the more we were like, ah, the Bearcats could do this. They, the they, Bearcats they, could absolutely do this. They got a shot. Yeah, I mean, if I'm a betting man, if you're asking me who should I throw 10 Gs down, uh, how, how much uh, can you afford to lose that, the question? Uh, you know, I mean, Alabama's a more talented team, but uh, I think, uh, like we talked about, Josh pointed out earlier, you know, UC has a kind of a couple of the uh, things that Bama struggles with. Uh, a good secondary, a mobile quarterback, a couple guys who can hit the deep ball, you know, who can... Breakaway and Alec Pierce. Um, so, yeah, I think I think overall we're excited. I think I, I mean I I don't mean to take this over, but yeah, I mean I think they I think they have a legit shot, and I yeah. think people are going to count them out. And I I've always said this isn't the NFL. NFL I I, I call the outside chatter bullshit because they're professionals. Everybody's you know what I mean. I don't buy it. I think the outside chatter matters a lot in college football. I've seen it. Yep. You know, I think uh, 2014 Ohio State pointed that out. Love yep. to hear the chatter. So that can really drive a team. I, I I think I would agree. I think you know, if, if I had to go money line, then maybe it, maybe like you know, well, if if you had to pick straight up, maybe like Alabama. But I think 13 and a half is too much. I think Cincinnati yeah. keeps it close, and I think regardless, we're going to get a really good game. Moving over to the late game on. There's another game. Yeah. On huh. New Year's Eve, the second semifinal, number two true. and number three, Michigan versus Georgia. The number three seed actually favored by seven and a half, over under 43 and a half. 
Zach, you seem to have some strong opinions. What are your thoughts on your boys in blue and your boys in blue and Georgia? They're not my boys. Don't fucking call them that. Bunch of trash ass people who can't win with a little bit of class. You know, they spent the last two weeks talking shit like they fucking won one game in ten years. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, if I'm trying to be objective here, do I think Michigan can win that football game? Of course I do. I don't. I don't know what to buy of Georgia. I think when you really um, we were all fed a uh, a media meat pie of Georgia for the whole year, and then when you know they got their ass handed to them by a reeling Alabama team, um, then we're all like looking into the nitty gritty, right? Haven't beat a team that's ranked in the top fifteen right now. I think only beaten one team in the top. Is that right, Greg? Only one team in the top twenty-five. Uh three team, one team in the top twenty, three teams in the top twenty-five. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, barely. So, yeah, they beat 19, 21, and 22. So, Ohio State has a better, you know, halfway uh, winning record. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know. It's I really, like I said, coming into the year, I think I knew was more confident about what each team was than what I am right now after a full season of play. Yeah, I, I give Michigan. I think it's a toss-up to me. Um, I think either one of those teams will win. Uh, it's really going to depend on... I think whose offense is Michigan's offense more for real, or is Georgia's defense for real? And I I don't know that answer. To be honest, I I don't I don't know what to I don't know what to expect because Iowa State's defense looked great and then looked like shit. Is that more of a sing on what yeah. Michigan I, is able to do on offense, or is that just you know Ohio State had cracks? Uh, Georgia's defense looked dominant until they got rolled over by a team who in four quarters of play couldn't score more than 10 points against an Auburn team that uh, made uh, Penn State's offense look halfway respectable. I I don't know. Yeah, I think you got two teams that kind of play the same way. They have good defense, really good defensive lines, like to run the ball, stop the run. I think it's going to be a pretty low-scoring game, but... I I hate to say this, sorry. I'm going to jump in real quick. I hate to say this. I'm buying the Michigan train on that. I hate to say I am. I'm buying the Michigan train right now. I think they're 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 working with something. Um, I think they you, kind of what you were talking about, Greg. The defensive lines. I think Michigan's got a better defensive line. I think they got two potential first round picks, if not maybe top fifteen picks at defensive end. Um, I didn't buy Georgia's offense all year. Uh, I think Michigan's got enough offense and overall better defense. Yeah, I think you have two guys that can run the ball very well, and I think. You know, you have you have a Michigan team that, you know, they could lose if they're too overconfident. But I think yeah. they, they're they're oh, kind yeah. of they're one of those teams that's riding the upward wave. And then Georgia is kind of one of those teams that's on the mountaintop that got knocked down that wonders how good are we? Exactly. So I think, and I think you point out the uh, Georgia's favored. I think yeah. that's going to play. Like I guess I think college football that stuff plays huge. Yeah. Yep. Josh, uh, what about you uh, on the Georgia Michigan game? Um. I'm I'm sticking with Georgia here, guys, because here's the thing. Uh, who's who's Michigan's quarterback? What's Cade his, what's McNamara. Cade McNamara. McNamara. Uh, I've never been real high on the guy, and here's the thing: when you put a guy, a quarterback like him, when you put it all on him, I don't think he delivers. And Georgia, while they did get run over by Alabama in this last game, that's really their only game they've ever been. But they didn't play anybody. They still have the third best rushing defense 
in the league. But so they I didn't think, play any. So I think if they can shut down, I think they have a better they chance. They played Townsend yeah. 11 times, Josh. <laughs> but but who's who's the number one rushing defense? Uh, Wisconsin. And no. Michigan ran all over them. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 Josh, can you take it from an Ohio State fan? I fucking hate to say it. I don't... You got to buy it against Georgia. I, I don't think... First of all, I think Georgia is a mirage. I think, again, we were fed a big apple pie of... Um, bullshit from the greater media and our own uh, self confidence. When we did, they didn't play anybody, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't play anybody. And when they finally did against a reeling Bama team, um, I've always said this as much as I hate Jim Harbaugh, and I think again he's a classless winner, can't ever win with an ounce of class in his life. Um, he's not a dumb coach. He's not though. He's a good coach. I mean, you know what I'm saying. He yeah. want, he turned Stanford around. He went to two uh, what, two three NC or NFC title games. Went to a Super Bowl. Yep. Um, he's not a dumb coach. They have very talented coaches on the side of the ball. They have a great defensive line, um, and I think that offensive line is great. Like, here's my thing. I don't. I don't. I, I here's where I struggle, and here's where I'm gonna give. <laughs> Ohio State, some credit. It's going to seem weird. It's kind of like a backhanded credit. Love that. But here's my point. Ohio State shut down Kenneth Walker and that Michigan State rushing attack. They yep. shut down Penn State, who had a great rushing. I mean, up till outside the Oregon game and then this Michigan game, between that, they played several great rushing football teams. Yep. And they were at, those teams were averaging 2.3 yards a carry. And then what Michigan did against Ohio State, I, I don't know. Maybe it was bad coaching. Maybe Ohio State's a bunch of pussies. I don't know, but I, I'm going to lean that. Maybe Michigan's got something going right now, and I don't buy Georgia. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen Georgia play anybody. I yeah. guess is my point. And, and I, when they did, they got their ass whooped. And I think I, I don't really trust either of these coaches. I think they're both head cases. I think yeah, both I of these teams yeah. are head cases, but I think Michigan was able to get over that that hump, that Ohio State hump, while Georgia was not able to get over that exactly. Alabama hump. I think, uh, yeah, exactly. I think that's a good point. I think there's a lot of questions that are going to be, can, like your point, Michigan finally got over the hump. There's not these questions going on. Georgia, once again, fans are wondering, can you not beat Bama? Like, what's going on here? You know what I mean? And then you're looking at Bama potentially down the road. I think they're in their head. So to move on to uh, next, the rest of the New Year's Six Bowls, uh, we start uh, December 30th, the Peach Bowl, uh, the number 10 Michigan State Spartans, and the number 12 Pitt Panthers. Uh, Pitt coming off an ACC championship. Yeah. Uh, Michigan State has had kind of a bumpy road to the end of their season, but <laughs> yep. still you know, uh, a 10-2 and record and a win over a team that's in the college football playoff. So, Josh, we'll start with you. Uh, Pitt favored by three and a half. Who do you like? I'm taking the value here. Um, it may not be who I like. I think both these teams are very talented. but um, And I think Pittsburgh might have the better offense here. But they've both dropped the ball so many times over, yeah. over the course of the season. So, really, the three and a half point spread... I don't even know if I like that. I might just take the Sparty over on the money line on this one. Oof, really? Oof. Uh, Josh, or Zach, what about you? Uh, I'm definitely taking Pitt, no doubt. Uh, you know, what Ohio State did to Michigan State uh, shouldn't have shocked anybody. Um, 
how what that that game that Michigan played against Michigan State should shock people because I don't know what game plan they had. Uh, Michigan State has had uh, I think they probably lower now. Uh, going to the ICA game, they had the 123rd pass defense in the country. Um, Kenny Pickett and them That's boys. Exactly uh, Kenny Pickett and them boys are going to tear that apart. I think they will. Like, I think they will watch that Ohio State film over and over again. And what did Mel Tucker say at the end of that game? I felt bad for Mel Tucker. He was being blunt, honest. We don't got. I mean, they got walk-ons and third stringers playing in that secondary all yeah. year. Like we don't have the athletes to the, keep up. The two best yeah. passing defenses they played against, or passing offenses. I apologize. Ohio State, Purdue. Got, got run out the building by both rolled. of them. I would I would take an alternate yeah. line up to about nine and a half here. Yeah. For Mich- for Pittsburgh. I think I mean I'm a I'm a big them. ten guy. I'm all for Michigan State winning. I just don't see it. I, I think just don't see it. A team that passes heavy. I say didn't even attempt to run the ball against Michigan State. They really didn't. They just like we're gonna line up three, four wide receivers and we're gonna chuck it. And it was you I mean everybody was there, forty five nothing and a half. Yep. All right, moving from the, uh, gosh, what was that? But the Peach Bowl to the Fiesta Bowl, uh, the new coach at Notre Dame, Marcus Freeman, former Ohio State player, former UC defensive coordinator, leads the Fighting Irish to face the Cowboys of Oklahoma State. Uh, tough end to Oklahoma State season. After a big win in Bedlam, dropping the game to Baylor, yep. Notre Dame enters this game as a two and a half point favorite over under 45 and a half. Zach, we'll start with you. Irish Pokes, who you got? You know, before the uh, Baylor game, I would have said uh, Oklahoma State. I-, I was real high on Oklahoma State. Um, after seeing that, it's kind of similar to how I kind of felt about Ohio State for a little bit there. I don't think they're tough enough. I don't, you know, you they had 17 plays uh, within the goal line against the Baylor Bears. They got one touchdown. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame is going to be more physical. It's this is a game of physicality. Uh, you know, the Pokes offense has been a str- You know what they're normally known for, right? This high-flying offense has been a struggle all year. They were kind of starting to get a little bit of momentum. You know, I think their defense was a little bit exposed uh, against Baylor, who at times has struggled on offense. Um, yeah, I'm going. I think Notre Dame wins. I think Notre Dame wins by ten, especially with a lot of that motivation with Brian Kelly leaving. I think, yeah. I was going to say, if I, he wanted to look at an all-time yeah. line on, I think this would be. Yeah. Here. Yeah. If you've watched the video of Marcus Freeman getting introduced as the head coach of that football team, I don't know how you would want to play that football. And no. And I think you have. And again, uh, I think I think. Oregon State's proven their or, finesse. Yeah, I and think they got, got manhandled. I think you have an, an Oklahoma State team that breached, you know, went over that hump. You talk about that, uh, you know, lopsided rivalry, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State yeah. in, in Bedlam. They beat them, then kind of fell short. They kind of feel like a team that doesn't want to be here because they think they should be in the college football. You know what I mean? They think I mean, they, they should have been. Shot. Yeah. They had 17 plays and goal. That's what that's what I mean. They that's feel absurd. they feel like they should have and kind of fell short. So I, I think I'm also going to take, you know, Notre Dame with the points. It, it it just seems like like the right way to go. Moving on to uh another big game for the state of Ohio, uh the the second um 
you know, New Year's Six Bowl of New Year's Day, 5 o'clock kickoff at the Rose Bowl, Ohio State versus Utah, the uh, the Urban Meyer Bowl, as some are calling it. <laughs> uh, Ohio State um, opens as a 6.5-point favorite, over-under is 67. Uh, we'll get to Zach last, because we want to hear his, his, his thoughts last. Uh, Josh, what are you thinking about, about this Utah-Ohio State game? It's interesting because you get a indirect head-to-head, if you will. The the team that absolutely murdered the team that went into Columbus and beat Ohio State. Um, however, however, Utah has also uh, very much not handled business against much lesser opponents. I uh, I love the spread here at six and a half. I'm rolling with the Buckeyes in the Rose Bowl. Um, so I, I think one of the, one of the names to know, Tavian Thomas, former Bearcat, uh, you know, had some growing up to do, went, went to Utah, uh, you know, kind of figured things out. I think they're going to be able to run on Ohio state, but I think Ryan day is going to have this team ready. My mind says Utah plus six and a half. I still like Ohio state to win the game, but I could also see a Ryan day puts a butt whooping on and first you, you, right away it's 24 to six i like utah yeah. enough i like what they can do up front i think the utes keep it close but i would still say ohio state wins i think i think it'll be a fun game uh, I re- yeah. i'm really looking forward to this game especially as far as the other new year's six bowls that you know aren't the playoffs this right. is the one that i'm really looking forward to yeah because i think these teams have a very interesting matchup stylistically right I mean, as consolation prizes go, uh, this is by far the best consolation prize. So, um, you know, prize. I mean, it's the granddaddy of them all. You know, if it's not in the playoffs, I mean, it doesn't make up for it. Uh, yeah, I, I'd, I'd call Utah, Michigan, light. They're great generally against defending the run, and they run the football. Um, and then they beat Oregon twice. Um, you know, kind of a mesh of two teams who ruined Ohio State's season. Um, I expect Ohio State to come on motivated. I do. I, I believe Ryan Day. I think um, they talked about, you know, that Michigan loss doesn't go anytime soon, but you got to start somewhere. And I think this is a big enough game. Uh, I think you have a couple guys sit out. I think uh, Garrett Wilson's a big opportunity that he'll probably sit out. Um, Chris Olave's a mix. He's from Southern California. I think it's probably a big situation that he will play, you know, to get to play in front of his family and everything like that. Um, it's the Rose Bowl. Um, I, yeah, I think it's a great match for Ohio State. I think it's a good opportunity to, like, rinse rinse off a little bit of that, that sting right now. Um, yeah, so I, I like Ohio State. I like them more than six and a half. I think it's a close game first half, and then I think that I think that Ohio State offense, what we didn't see against Michigan, we never saw the playbook open up. And I think... I think this is just one of those games because there's nothing on the line other than pride. I think I say it's going to throw redemption. I think I say it's going to throw the whole sink at them on offensively. I don't think Memphis has got enough athletes. So yeah, I, I think Ohio state wins by uh, I think I think it's about 10 point win. righty, for the last new year's six bowl, uh, the nightcap on new year's day, number seven, Baylor, number eight, Ole Miss, 
Uh, Baylor's this one is of, the matchup I one and a half point I'm favorite. excited about this one. This is the one I want I'm, to see. I, you know what? I'm actually going to start with this one. I'm okay. giving you guys this All right. All right. I think uh, I haven't seen enough from Baylor's offense, and I've watched a lot of Baylor this year. Yeah. I do worry about, you know, Lane Kiffin's defense, but I think Lane Kiffin is going to come out here, pull out some stops. I like Matt Corral as a quarterback. I think Mississippi just scores too much for Baylor to be able to keep up with. I like over 53 points, and I like Mississippi, you know, even odds money line, plus 100 money line. So I I like Mississippi in this game. I like Ole Miss. They've shown they can score on, you know, pretty much every defense. I think think they get the best of Baylor. What about you, Zach? I I disagree, son. Uh... I disagree. I'm a huge Lane Kiffin guy. I think Lane Kiffin's going to turn potentially, if he sticks around, I think Ole Miss will uh, will be up there every year with uh, Bama and them. Uh, but no, not right now. Uh, what uh, Dave Arenado's done at Baylor. Woo! I love it. I, I, I No, I'm just saying, I, I yeah, love Dave the attitude been. he's given him and what I saw against Oklahoma State. 17 plays in the goal line. They get one touchdown. One. That defense is nasty and mean. I saw them against Oklahoma. Maybe they don't have the talent across the field, but that Dave ran out a great defensive coordinator. He's got that defense playing, flying around, playing nasty and mean. I don't think Ole Miss has seen a defense like that. That's weird to say against a Big 12 opponent who for years was they didn't play defense. I'm just saying... Uh, I think Baylor, and what I saw from the uh, the starter, so last few games uh, for Baylor, um, their 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 freshman quarterback. I like what I saw to him. He 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 put some balls on the money. That kid's gonna be special. Uh, yeah, I got Baylor thirty four seventeen. I think Baylor's gonna roll. Yeah, uh, uh, Blake Shaver. Blake Blake Shaver. I like that kid. That kid's gonna be a stud. Um, he he put he put some balls in that game. He was up and down, but he threw some that one touchdown in the corner. Yeah. Amazing throw. I mean, 23 or 28. Um, yeah, so. that kid, he's a baller. I think I think Baylor, uh, I think Ole Miss is going to be a little high on this game. I think Baylor comes in and punches them in the mouth a bunch, and I think they win this game pretty handily. I just think Baylor's a tougher team. They may not be the best athletic. I think they're, they, they'll punch. They Baylor's ready to cement my feet into the middle of the ring. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to throw haymakers nonstop all night, and I think they'll eventually wear Ole Miss down. I love Lane Kiffin. He's still a finesse coach. His teams are still finesse. I don't think they can handle that kind of physicality. All right, guys. That's our full bowl preview. Uh, maybe we'll we'll get our full picks out again like we did a couple of years ago and uh, get a little bowl pool uh, from 30 Rack of Sports. But that's going to do it for our bowl preview. Uh, be sure to check out our Tuesday episode where we're talking Bearcats, and we'll be back next week talking about all the goings on of sports big crosstown shootout some big matchups in ohio in the nfl so be sure to check it out uh that's gonna do it for us for zach on the opinions good bad or otherwise see you for josh on the ones and twos i'm greg thank you so much for listening to another edition of 30 racket sports peace